gotta shout out Chevalier Mortgage, the official partner and sponsor of the DNVR Rams podcast. Mike and Virginia Chevalier are a husband and wife team with over 15 years of financial service experience. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com, enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnvrmortgage.com. You know, you might be wondering, are these rates really as good as I'm hearing? They are. I'm telling you, they're incredible. You're going to want to call them. You're going to want to hit up dnvrmortgage.com and get set up with that consultation because they can save you hundreds a month, thousands of dollars in interest over the life of a loan. That's a no-brainer, y'all. That said... You know, refinancing, it's not necessarily for everyone. So Mike and Virginia, they're going to do a quick analysis of your financial situations, run through everything, and they're going to get you set up with the best option for your current situation. Call Mike directly at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Get set up with a free consultation or visit dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choosing when you do. Mike and Virginia Chevalier, the best in the business. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Would you be open to potentially playing another game if the opportunity, you know, arised? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys, if you can broker that deal, let me know. I'd love to play another game. I love to play two more games, three more games, four more games. I mean that wholeheartedly, but certainly one more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's a, as you guys know, there's a lot that goes into that, right? Um, we lost our home games and all of a sudden, you know, financially to have to pick up and go somewhere else is, is probably asking a lot, but certainly somebody coming here, um, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm totally open to that. You know, I mean, I'm a football coach. I want to coach football, you know, I'm a, I, th- I know how important weightlifting and everything is, but I mean, I'm not into all that. I mean, you get better by playing. And uh, so I'd love to keep getting better and keep playing. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. I don't think the door shut on any of that. I just don't, you know, you guys see, I mean, it's getting harder and harder each week, right? So I don't know. I, I just don't know, you know, but I know it is getting harder each week. We have, you know, knock on wood, I hope we appear to be getting healthier. So I hope that stays that way. What's up, everyone? Happy Monday. We're back with another edition of the DMVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. I was planning on talking basketball today because Colorado State men's basketball hosts Northern Arizona. Really, really looking forward to that. Uh, We obviously had that first game over the weekend against CSU Pueblo. Talked about that with Ethan Bird on the last pod. Go back and check that out if you want to hear the takeaways. You know, kind of a sloppy performance overall, but Ultimately, just given everything that had happened, you know, with the month leading up to it, the lack of practice, you know, I kind of talked about why that's exactly why you play an opponent like CSU Pueblo right off the bat. So no reason to panic. Nothing like that. We'll talk plenty of hoops throughout the week and the coming months. You know, we're pretty much transitioning to, you know, basketball mode at this point. We'll still have some football stuff, especially because the college football playoff. I do all the NFL draft stuff. And then, you know, just bowl season in general. We're not going to completely abandon it. I love college football way too much. But right now, you know, the the question, at least in in Agland, is whether or not CSU is going to play another game this season or not. And, you know, when, if, if that happens. 
I think if I would have brought this up 48 hours ago, most people just would have assumed that we had seen the last of the Rams this season, just with the way that, you know, the Utah State situation played out. I think most people had just kind of moved on and, and naturally so. Some circumstances have, have you know, sort of changed. And that's what I'm going to talk about on this podcast, talk about the different scenarios. I don't think CSU fans are going to love what I have to say about the potential of playing Colorado and why I think it's a bad idea. But I'm, I'm just trying to bring some logic into the situation. And, and we'll, we'll talk about all of it. There, there's plenty to get into. So first off, there was a change by the NCAA, which basically says D1 teams, because of the circumstances, have until December 31st, from December 19th to December 31st, to play another conference game if they want. Doesn't have to, even if you're not a bowl game, you know, even if you're not in the conference title game, you can make up one of those games. And that's big. That's really big for a program like CSU who had half of their season canceled because of COVID. I wondered if the leagues were going to be too focused on perception, just given that it does seem kind of wonky to have a conference title game and then to go on and play, you know, more regular season games after that. But ultimately, what does it really matter? I mean, it's a weird year anyways. Might as well try and let these teams play some games if they have that opportunity and, and, you know, are willing to participate. The problem is, from CSU's perspective, you know, who are you going to play? So just kind of looking at the opponents that they have in, in the league, the one that would make the most sense, Utah State. They, they just protested last weekend. They've made their point. If they're willing to play, it would be awesome if, you, you know, you could get that team to come to Fort Collins now, make up that home game that was supposed to happen. How realistic is that? I'm not sure, you know, is... Is Utah State even still practicing right now based on everything that's happened? You know, are, are they satisfied with the resolution? There's there's a lot of factors that go into that. So Utah State, even though they're the most logical option, even that route seems kind of complicated. If you look at a team like Air Force, yeah, that'd be awesome. I From CSU's perspective, absolutely awesome. In-state game would be a lot of fun. Ram Sanity Show actually said they should play on New Year's Eve. If you can get Air Force to agree to that, I'd, I'd be absolutely for it. I'm not so sure Air Force is, is going to be that down to play, though, is the problem. What, what do they really get out of it? I don't know. The game would probably have to be in the Springs. And, you know, like Steve Adazio said in that, in the, po- in the audio from last week that I played, if, if they are going to get another opponent, it probably has to be a home game for CSU just logistically and, you know, you know from a financial standpoint. So, that's that's where Air Force looks kind of doubtful. New Mexico, maybe, maybe. I could maybe see that just because New Mexico's actually played really, really well over the last month. Maybe they want to keep practicing, build off that momentum. They'll make the trip to Fort Collins. They can't play home games anyways. They were always supposed to come here. I could I could maybe see that one happening. Maybe that's me. You know, maybe that's wishful thinking because I just want to see CSU play another game, especially now that they have the option to play a league opponent. But New Mexico seems like if, if any of those teams were to come together, it would probably be them or Utah State. I don't think UNLV is interested in playing at all. I mean, they backed out of a bunch of games. They're, they're probably done. Ultimately, though, the reason that I think New Mexico could maybe have a better chance of coming together than Utah State is, unless the league you know steps in and says Utah State has to play this game or something, and even then, I don't, I don't know if you could actually do that or not. I mean, you could you could penalize the institution, obviously, but it's not like you can force players to play games. 
especially if they just blatantly say, we're not playing. I just think what a lot of CSU fans are ignoring is there has to be a mutual interest in the game. You know, everybody's clamoring, get it done, get it done, play a game. Why Some football's better than no football. Yeah, we're thinking about this from the CSU fan perspective. And that's that's it. And that's kind of what brings me to the point of why a Rocky Mountain showdown is not going to happen this weekend. All the CSU fans are sitting here clamoring, hey, some football is better than no football. Yeah, in theory, absolutely. Absolutely. Especially after everything that's happened. So based on that, it's, it's as simple as that. Both teams want to play. They can play, right? Anytime, anyplace. Just, you know, just like getting together in the park and playing a pickup pick game. It's that simple, right? No, it's not. It never has been. It never will be. Why, Justin? Why is it not that simple? Why can't they just play this weekend? All right, let's get into the multiple reasons why it's not going to happen. Starting first, the complication, the politics of who hosts the game. If you're CSU, CU didn't come to Fort Collins. They were supposed to for the first time since 96. How do you turn around and then go to Boulder? How do you do that? The optics of it alone, it just does not look good. You can't do it. And if you're Boulder, the Pac-12 isn't going to let you come to Fort Collins. That's out the window. Maybe a game in Denver. I guess that's the, the, the only solution in that instance. But if you're CSU, you still lost a home game. One against CU earlier. But it comes down to CSU's trying to add home games anyways. CU or not. They want to add a home game. On top of that, even if there is a mutual interest in playing, CU can't even guarantee CSU a game. They're the backup team in case something goes wrong on the Pac-12's part and they have to step in and play. We've already seen Oregon step in for Washington. If something goes wrong on USC's part, CU has to step in and fill that obligation. So CSU could, you know, they could practice all week, even though it's signing day on Wednesday, even though the students should be preparing for finals. They could do all of that because, hey, we love football, we want to play. And at the end of the day, they still might not play a game this weekend because CU could have to play the Pac-12 title game. We've covered a lot of ground, so let's kind of let's kind of go back over what we've covered so far. If you're CSU, one, you have signing day on Wednesday. Two, your students are focusing on finals. Three, you have not been preparing for CU at all. For those that are like, oh, they were supposed to play them. It, it, you can just, you know, jump back in. It's not that simple. As soon as it looked like they weren't going to play CU at all, they moved on. They don't even play CU the next two years. It makes zero sense for this staff to put in prep for CU when you know none of the players are, are going to be around in a couple of years. They haven't been focusing on CU. And then you know people are going to be like, oh, San Diego State and CU played on two games. Did you actually watch that game? Did you? I'm genuinely serious. Did you watch that game? Because it was terrible. It was terrible. San Diego State couldn't do anything on offense. CU had no time to scheme anything, so they just handed the ball to Jarek Broussard 45 times, let him run the ball up the middle, it was a terrible game. It was awful. And on top of that, San Diego State still got their ass kicked. And if that were to happen, these same CSU fans that are in my mentions telling me, just play a game, just play a game, it doesn't matter, no prep, none of that matters. If that were to happen and CU were to roll them, those same people would be throwing a freaking temper tantrum about how it's not good enough. You can't have it both ways. I get that everybody's frustrated. I get that it's been a difficult season. But we're not even using logic anymore. We're so pissed off that, that people aren't even using rationale. Come on. Nobody wants to see CSU play another game more than me. 
I promise you, my, it, my entire livelihood stems from CSU athletics, you know, being a thing and happening and playing other teams. I promise you, I want to see it happen. But I also understand that this is a complicated process. It's not as simple as, you know, calling up your buddies. Hey, I got a couple of buddies. You got a couple of buddies. Let's play in the park. It's not that simple. College football is political. There's a lot of layers to it. There's a lot of money involved. And if you just, if you don't see that, I just, I, I question if you actually like understand how college football works. So that that's where I'm at. I mean, you guys can call me an apologist. You can say I have, you know, a, a loser mentality or whatever. You know, I'm not, I don't want CSU to play a, a crappy game that they get no prep with against a rival in a situation where it would look bad politically. Somebody might get hurt. Uh, you're risking the lack of success in finals. You might mess up signing day. If all of that and you still are dead set on, Hey, play football. You do you. Because I, I just explained to you in, in great detail why the CU game's not going to happen. Now, I'm not sitting here saying just, you know, call it a season. I'd love to see them play a league game. I really would. If it can come together, make it happen. But it's not a simple process. Not at all. And it won't be. So just understand that. Please, please, if you get anything from this podcast, just understand that it's, it's a complicated process. And, and as frustrating as this entire process has been, you got you to gotta set some emotion aside and just realize it's, it's not necessarily going to be a fair resolution. We can't always get what we want. Anyways, that's, that's my two cents. That's what I have to say on it. I hope they get to play another league game. If a showdown happens, you bet I'll talk about it and I'll watch it and I'll tweet about it. And if CSU were to upset, yeah, that'd be amazing. But there are just so many factors to making it happen. It, it just, it's not, it's not going to happen. It just isn't. That, it's not. So I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. It, it's not going to be anybody's fault. It's not going to be any reason to throw a temper tantrum. It's just 2020, guys. It's where we're at. We drew a bad hand. I know you're going to see all kinds of, of media personalities being like, CU and CSU, they should play. It's that simple, but it's not. It's just not that simple. And anybody that says it is, they don't understand this. They just don't. So, yes, I'm sorry. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I hate to be this dude, but we just, we got to step into reality for a second. I hope they get that other game. I really hope they do. Let's move on. It feels like just yesterday that Los Angeles was lifting basketball's most coveted prize. Since then, we've introduced a new class of professional basketball players to the draft. We've also seen a few marquee names switch teams. Luckily for us fans, DraftKings Sportsbook America's top-rated sportsbook app, they're ready to kick off the 2021 basketball season with a no-brainer bet. Even better, it's not just for new users. It's for all customers, new and existing. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook app yet, head to the App Store now. You don't want to miss this. To celebrate the return of basketball, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving you a 75-point spread on the team of your choice on opening night. 75 points! That's right, all you gotta do is bet on any opening night game, and if your team doesn't lose by more than 75 points, you're gonna double your money. This Saturday, there will be an endless amount of action to get it on, so don't wait, head to the app now. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up to get a 75-point spread on opening night for a shot to double your money. That code DNVR to get a shot at doubling your money on opening night. 
For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, back to the pod in just a second. But first, my DraftKings pick of the week. We've got the Mountain West Championship coming up this weekend. A really, really intriguing matchup. We got Boise State. We've got San Jose State. Boise State, seven-point favorites. I get it. They have the history. You know, they're the dominant program historically. But San Jose State, they've had to overcome so much in the last couple of years. They're a team that they play together. I really like what they've got going. I like Nick Starkle. I don't know, seven-point underdogs? I I feel like they're definitely going to cover that. I actually even took a couple more points. I took San Jose State to cover a five-point spread just so I could get it at plus money. But at the very minimum, take them to cover that touchdown spread. I'm telling you, they're going to play really hard. That is my DraftKings pick of the week. Lock it in. So, you know, it was so awesome to, to get back on the, on the court, um, you know, and, and it's hard to really describe kind of what this has been like and kind of what we've, we've been through. And um, this, this group here, you know, obviously they had their hearts ripped out, getting ready to play the first game. And December 8th um, was the first time we were able to get this whole group together and practice since November 17th. Almost three weeks, you know, without doing anything, and to come back for a couple of days and then get out here and play—that's um, really difficult to do. I thought when you looked at the game, you could see very, very quickly uh, the fatigue kind of set in. I thought the fact that they were pushing it on makes and misses—they were getting it out really fast. And you know, it wasn't like we scored, we can get back, you know, catch our breath for a second and get ready to guard. I mean, they were on top of us, um, and, and, and so that that showed. I think we were a step slow there for a little while um, on both ends of the floor, but we worked our way through it. I know that this was exactly what this team needed today was to have that, uh, to have to play through some fatigue, to be challenged uh, the way that they were. And so we found a way to uh, to get it done today. And uh, I also think the best thing for this group is that we get to quickly uh, play again on Monday night, because at this point, we just need to play games to work ourselves back into shape. In a lot of ways, is it good that you get to play again on Monday just because it, it kind of simulates the conference format where you're going to have to play two games really close together? Absolutely. And I think that's the best way to start to get into game shape is to play, right? Is to, is we'll come through, we'll obviously, you know, do some study on this game, but we have to quickly move on to our next opponent here, Northern Arizona. And I, I agree with you. I think that's what we need right now is to get out there and, and, and play. And that's going to help us. And you know, however, the rest of the non-conference shakes out right now, we're going to play Northern Arizona, St. Mary's on the 19th, and we're still working on finding an opponent or two before Christmas. And we need, that's what we need to get ourselves ready for conference play after Christmas. And so we're kind of in that boat right now. We're going to have to play through some of this stuff. Um, but I think that's the best way for this team to get better. All right. That post-game audio of Nico Medved, courtesy of Colorado State Athletics. Big ups to them for making it possible for the local media to attend these games. Obviously a short turnaround, so I kind of asked Medved what his perspective was, you know, how beneficial is that, especially just given, you know, they were supposed to play San Diego State. They were supposed to have, you know, a, a couple of games back-to-back early in no, or in mid-November. None of those games ended up happening. The fact that they were able to add this game against Northern Arizona, you know, about 48 hours after that last one against Pueblo, I think it's big just for getting the Rams back in rhythm. 
you know, it, it's it's going to be a difficult road for CSU to kind of get their legs underneath them. They've got a big test coming up against St. Mary's on December 19th. St. Mary's is a team that's already played like six games. So, you know, they're, they're going to be well within a rhythm by the time that they host CSU. This is an opportunity for CSU to just kind of work on the little things. You know, the the ball movement needs to be a little bit crisper. You want less turnovers. You want to see a better effort on the glass. You want to see, you know, a, a more consistent effort defensively. I don't think the defensive effort was necessarily poor in the last game. The effort, I mean, the the outcome was not great, but I don't think the effort was necessarily poor. I think it was just a matter of, you know, they were trying to get in a lot of guys, a lot of different switching going on. You know, I, I think it'll get better as we see it go on throughout the season. Uh, the jump shooting, you know, you'd like to see the three-point shooting be a little bit more consistent from the roster as a whole. But you want you want to see David Roddy, Isaiah Stevens, Adam Thistlewood, Deshaun Thomas, all these guys just kind of build off what we saw in that first game against CSU Pueblo. I'll be at Moby Arena. I'll have content. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at DNVR underscore Rams and follow me on my personal account at Justin T. Michael. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to creating more football content as well. Just kind of some year in review type stuff. Look at different position groups. Look at people's draft stock. All of that stuff. Um, right now, I'm kind of just trying to figure out, you know, what this roster is going to look like moving forward. So I'm in the same boat as a lot of you. You know, I want to know, you know, is Manny Jones going to come back? You know, will Toby consider coming back? All of these things. It's going to be big. Scott Patchen. So big decisions. Lots of stuff coming. Signing day on Wednesday. We'll have plenty of coverage on that as well. Really looking forward to it. Thanks to everybody that continues to support us. You guys make the dream come true. Stay safe out there. Happy holidays, everyone. Peace. Thank you.